0: Welcome to episode 27 of African and American with your girl, Six the Goddess. And keep in mind, I'm a goddess and I'm sensitive about my shift. Love to you all, family. Love to you all. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, I am doing well. Just to update you all, as you all know, I announced last week that I am going to be an official resident of Atlanta, Georgia. So, I am preparing for the move. You never realize how much stuff that you have until you do move. I was thinking, oh, you know, it's probably just a few things that I have to get out of here, no big deal. And then, as I'm like beginning to pack, I'm like, okay, so this is a little bit more stuff than I was expecting. Okay, so, uh, so then I decided. You know what I am just going to say forget all this stuff and I'm just going to start completely new so I probably won't bring anything with me but some of my clothes and some of my shoes everything else I'm just going to be giving away and I'm just going to get all new stuff when I get there so I'm kind of just taking my time like apartment hunting and stuff because I hate moving so Whatever place that I find when I get there, I have to make sure that it's something in the location that I really want. I have to make sure that, you know, I like the place because I am not moving again until I meet my husband and he's bought me and Elijah a house and he's like moving us into the house. I'm not moving again until then. So I'm taking my time finding a place because when you rush to find a place, you normally figure out after the fact that there are things about it that you don't like. And I don't want that to happen. I want to take my time so that I can be sure that I really like it because I am not moving ever again. Like I said, until I'm becoming a wife. So. That's what's going on with me. Uh, definitely preparing for Return of the Gods coming up in just a few days. Now we are days away from the event. I'm extremely excited about that. So that's what I've been up to. Now let's just go ahead and get into this week's um, get into this week's episode. So we're gonna start this episode out on a lighter note. Uh we're we're going to have a little bit of fun and we're going to we're going to go to school a little bit today because <laughs> me and one of my girlfriends was out last weekend and it was her birthday so we were turned up. We had a great time. We were lit. You know what I'm saying? Like we was out there having a ball. We went to the club, you know, we had some drinks, we were dancing. It was a great night. Now I am not exaggerating when I say this. I know y'all gonna think, oh, she tripping. Like, nah, ain't no way that, ain't no way like, you know, she really, nah, I am dead serious. It was a good four guys where after I got home, I'm talking about we're done with the club. We had our fun. We're leaving. I'm headed home now. I'm in my bed. It's a good four people. (laughs) That sent me DMs and text messages because my phone number is on my Instagram. And then my phone number is on my Instagram because it's supposed to be there if customers have questions about, you know, a product on my website or with their order or something like that. But, you know, uh, niggas are going to always be nigs. And you already know it's going to be somebody's going to use the phone number trying to shoot their shot. So, not only was there DMs, but I also got a few text messages from men saying things like, I saw you downtown tonight. You were looking so good. I was wondering, you know, could I take you out sometime? And I'm like, what the hell? So, that leads to this segment, this week's main topic. Which is, has social media ruined the art of men approaching women? Now, pre-social media era, if a man wanted to get at a woman, he had no choice but to approach her in real life. Okay, there was no Instagram. There was no Facebook or anything like that. Now, in 2018... It seems like men are just like online shopping for women. (laughs) It's like you see a woman that you like online and then you just like jumping into her DMs. Like, so that's what we're doing now. I'm like, so all y'all saw me in real life and not a single one of you said anything to me. But then all of you wait until I'm home in my bed to send me a text that you got off my social media page. You said nothing to me in real life, but you are now in my DM asking, can you take me out? What the? Now, there are some women like myself that still appreciate chivalry, still appreciate real conversation, eye contact, all that good stuff. So I think that a part of the problem is a lot of men never had their mother really like go into detail to teach them how to approach a woman. And that may be because so many of us, not all of us, but so many of us had mothers where we never really saw our mom. Like be properly, healthfully loved by a man. Okay. Too many of us have either seen our mother never be loved by a man or be loved in an unhealthy way by a man and not all of us there are some of us that was able to witness healthy black love between you know our mother and father or step parents or whatever and for those of you i am i'm happy to hear that and i'm sure that that's great for you but unfortunately that is not the case for most of us so so for so many men you've never seen a man treat your mom right your mom has never taught you like really what women want or what they like. So now we have brothers who are totally uneducated on what to do with a woman. And now you've thrown social media into it. So now they really don't know how to approach women. Now, I think there's a lot of factors that go into this because just like there are women that choose the wrong men, there are men that choose the wrong women. And I think that another um, another issue behind you know, the approach anxiety for men is that they've approached the wrong women before and they've gotten their head bitten off. And so that's why they're afraid to talk to women now. So there is discernment that is necessary as a man when you are approaching women. There are certain things that you have to um, understand and keep an eye out for. So this week, I want everyone to grab Paper and pencil, because I am taking you brothers to school, and I am going to break down for you um, how to approach a woman, what things to look for, because y'all just can't possibly know, because this is sad, okay? So, my list is as follows. Well, wait a minute. Before I start the list, we need to talk about a few prerequisites. All right. Now, the first step in approaching a woman is knowing who to approach. I think it's best if you are approaching a woman to first give it a second or two, you want to make sure that she's not with her man Or that he's not, you know, about to pop up at any second because then you'll approach her and her man popping up and you're putting yourself in a bad position. So, and that's definitely going to traumatize you. My God, if that happens, y'all really ain't ever approaching a woman ever again. So the first step is to take your time. Don't just see a pretty flower and rush over and want to pick it. Observe it for a, a minute or two. You know, see who she's with. See what she's doing. You also want to check for a wedding ring because the majority of men, the reason why they are not approaching women is because they got rejected before and men do not take rejection well or take damages to their egos well at all. And so now they, they will not approach a woman ever again. So part of that fault lies on the men for not having more discernment on the women to approach and the women to not approach. So, you want to make sure she's not with someone. That's the first step. The second step is where are you? Okay. Are you out at a bar or lounge where she's just with her girls, looking good, in a great mood, drinking, leisure? That is a good opportunity to approach a woman. Is she just getting off work and rushing to pump her gas to go pick her kids up from daycare and she got five minutes to be there and it's 20 minutes away? If if you see that she's rushing or she's flustered, guess what? That's probably not the best time to approach her. Use discernment. Stop approaching women in the wrong situations and then being like, oh, these women don't want no good man. They don't want you. Stop it. Stop it. Get out of here. Use common sense. Is she in a rush? Okay. Does she look like she's trying to get somewhere quickly? Does she look frustrated? The the next thing is observe her energy. We as people, especially us as African people, we have built in antennas to where we are able to pick up on others' vibrations and energy. Is her energy negative? Is her energy mean? Is her energy unhealthy? I I see men approach the most meanest, hood rat, ratchetest woman and then get their feelings hurt and then blame the woman. But the truth is, you should blame yourself. Okay, you want to look for positive energy in that woman read her open up those senses and really use that discernment really pick up on those vibrations is her energy positive is she smiling does she seem relaxed does she seem like she's in a good mood because I will tell you brothers from experience the worst thing as a woman is to be rushing to get to work or get home from work and pick your kids up and make dinner and get and, and have a man in the midst of all that be like, so what's up? Can I take you out? Hell no, nah, I don't want to hear that shit right now. You, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear that right now. Nigga, you see me with my child. You see me trying to get these groceries in the car. This is not the time for you to be asking me to take more time out of my schedule for you. <laughs> All right. I mean, that's just the reality. Now, if this woman is just love at first sight and you just got to have this woman and she's everything that you dreamed of, try offering some reciprocity before asking for her time or for her phone number if you see her coming out the grocery store and she got her kids with her and she's trying to put these groceries in the car don't just come up to her like can i talk to you help her put the groceries in the car you see what i'm saying so now she sees all right he's not just wanting to suck up my time okay he's willing to reciprocate he's willing to help if you catch her at the gas station Can I pump your gas for you? Pump her gas for her. And then you can talk to her. Show her. These are the subconscious ways that you as a man show her as a woman off rip what you are made of. Okay, because like I said, that has been my issue in the past is I'm a single parent. I I work two or three jobs. I'm trying to get myself together. The last thing I want is a man asking me when I can make more time for him. I don't want to hear that. You need to make sure that you are letting her know I'm not here to suck up your time and be a leech. I'm here to make you better. And you can send that message in your first meeting with her. Okay? Do not just want to suck her dry. All right. You see her carrying some heavy stuff. Don't just be like, hey, what's up? Can I talk to you? Help her carry it. All right. If you're approaching her out, don't just come up in her face asking for her number, asking to talk to her. Reciprocate. Offer her a drink. Can I buy you a drink? Now can you give me your number? You see how that works? Now she knows, okay, this man is not just trying to, you know, he ain't just trying to waste my time. These are the subconscious things that and this is the disclaimer that healthy minded, grown, mature women look for. Let me please put that disclaimer out because the reality is a woman that is a rat or a ratchet gold digging anything no matter what you say, it's not going to be good enough for her. She don't want to hear that. She is not trying to get to know you. She don't want you getting to know her. She want the nigga with the most money and the most status and the flashiest, shiniest stuff. And you are wasting your time on women like that. Stop wasting your time on rats. Just stop it. Okay? Women and men do it. Except women are more infamous for it. Women like, oh, we you hear women all the time like, oh, well. Or people will say to women all the time, like, oh, well, you picked the wrong guy. Oh, well, you like bad boys. Oh, well, that wasn't the right kind of guy. Understand that men can pick the wrong woman as well. All right. So make sure, like I said, use common sense. Use that discernment. Kind of peep out. What kind of woman this is that you are dealing with? Because you can always tell and there are always signs. It's just sometimes we don't want to see it. So now offering her a drink. Can I pump your gas? Okay, let me help you put these groceries in the car. Now you're sending a clear message on what kind of woman, I'm sorry, on what kind of man that you are. Now she will feel more prone to giving you something, which is her time, which is her phone number, whatever it may be. All right. Um, so now we're going to go into the list of things that you can say or do when you meet a woman, if you want things to go the right way. Now, the next thing is you can also see a woman and tell right away, is she with the BS or is she not? All right. So if you are, you can tell automatically the women who are going to casually sleep with you. You can tell the women that are not going to casually sleep with you. You can tell the women who are not serious about a relationship and you can tell the ones that are. So if you look at her and she got herself together and she got that look on her face like I ain't got time. You make sure that you are not approaching her and you have nothing to like come with it with. I I had a guy hit me up and he was like. Oh, my God, I just love you. I think you're the most beautiful one in the world. My name is so-and-so. I do this for a living. If you just please give me one chance, I want to take you out and show you. I could be the man you need me to be. And then I was like, okay. And then he's like, oh, okay. Uh, uh. And I'm looking at him like, oh, okay. So you didn't even think about what your next step was going to be. After I said yes. (laughs) So then you come to the woman with this whole like, oh, I'm going to do this and that. And then she's like, okay. And then your dumb ass never thought that far ahead as to what you're going to do then. Okay, so the next thing is, what do you want from this woman before you approach her? Because men are visual and men are curious. So too many times they see a pretty flower and they just want to go pick it. They don't have a vase to put the flower in. They ain't got no water to put the flower in. They see the flower, they pick it like, ooh, pretty. And then they don't even know what to do next with it. So another way to stop yourself from getting set up or rejected is make sure that you as a man are ready for what comes next. If she says yes, don't. Don't have that defeated attitude like, oh, she's going to say no, so I'm not even going to think about what the next step is going to be. Because now you look stupid. And now she's not going to take you seriously, and you've lost your chance completely. If you can look at a woman and tell, this woman is not playing with nobody. Because sometimes the women that are guarded or that are not friendly be the best women. (laughs) Those are the women you want. Those are the women who are done playing games. They've been there, done that. And they're the women who are more prone to be loyal, be faithful, and to be able to appreciate a real man. So if you can look at her and tell, okay, I can already tell she is not playing with me, then you may want to come up with a solid plan as a man as to what your next step is going to be after you get her phone number. Now... I can once again, I'm gonna speak for myself, but speaking for myself is pretty much speaking for my sisters because we all pretty much feel the same way when it comes to stuff like this. I know for me uh, another thing besides social media being a social media player is um men that want to have like text buddies, like phone buddies so you you meet a healthy minded, beautiful. Black woman with herself together. Okay, she is grown. She is not playing no games with none of y'all. The next step is she's not finna play with you and play text buddy and phone call buddy with you. We are grown ass women. If you wanna get to know us, if you wanna take up our time, if you wanna ask us questions, have conversation, then guess what? You need to do that face to face face. Period. You know, and, and once again, we are open on this show. I have no problem being transparent and is sharing my personal experiences with you. I have had times where you meet a guy and he seems really nice, but then two, three, four days go by and all he's doing is texting you. What are you doing? Good morning, beautiful. Have a great day. No, you're wasting my time. I think that the best thing to do after you get the phone number is to hit her up and say, okay, when can I take you to dinner? When can we get together, talk to her face-to-face, talk to her in real life? A grown woman is not going to sit on the phone with you texting like, yeah, so my favorite color is pink, and I like taking long walks on the beach. She ain't doing that. Hell no, I'm grown, my time is valuable. I know that I'm a great catch as a wife. Brother, if you want to talk to me, you gotta take me out. Okay. If you as a man are financially in the situation to where a 40 or 50 dollar night out for a drink or two or a piece of dinner is something that you have to make life or death decisions on whether or not you can do. If drinks or dinner is something where you have to like budget or you can't afford it, then your best bet may be to get you some money before you try to date. All right, because all you're going to attract is low quality women with low self-esteem that don't think they deserve dinner or deserve real life conversation or eye contact if you want the good women you got to be a good man i don't want to hear a single one of y'all talk about oh what if i ain't got money like that what if i i don't want to hear it any nigga that's broke he just want to be broke period so i don't want to hear well i don't want to take a take nobody to dinner because that's expensive nobody is saying that you got to go to ruth chris on your first date Okay, a sports bar or something like that is fine, just as long as you are showing her that you can pay for the date because that's a part of showing her that you can provide. You have to put yourself in a woman's shoes. We as women have men all day offering their penises to us all day. A woman gets offered 100 penises a day. All right. A woman can pretty much go to any man walking this planet and say, meet me in the bathroom in five minutes. And he's going. All right. So what is going to make you different? What is going to make you different than the hundred other men with their dicks out? She needs to know I'm willing to reciprocate. I'm willing to invest in you. I'm willing to put time into you. Then she can take you seriously. Then you're not one of these average Joes that wants to text and DM a woman to death until you feel like meeting up in in real life. A grown ass woman is not putting up with that. You got little girls, you got hoes, you got gold diggers, and then you got grown ass women. And there is a difference. And And it takes your discernment as a man to figure that out. You have to set yourself up. It is 2018. I don't want to hear that you ain't got the money. I don't want to hear it. Okay, we as women, if he's broke, he should be getting no play. None at all. If you are broke in 2018 as a man, you're probably broke because that's all you do is try to get women all the time. The men that are constantly trying to get women all day every day are the men that be broke. Because there's no way that you are getting you some money and you're keeping up with five, six, seven, eight hoes. There's just no way. Okay, so as a man, if you choose to have discernment in the woman that you are getting to know, the woman that you're going to invest in, it saves you time, money, and aggravation. It's best to vet a woman, find a woman that is really worthy, and then invest your time, invest your money into her. And if she is a woman on her job, she will also have things that she's doing where she's busy as well to where she out getting her money and building herself. And you're doing the same thing and you can meet in the middle. But if you're constantly just chasing women all day, brother, you ain't getting no money. And if you try to approach a grown woman, you are getting rejected and which happens and then you get bitter. And then you just end up living in this low vibrational mode of hoes all day, every day, keeping up with multiple women. I don't care who you are. Men that keep up with multiple women be broke. How the hell do I barely have time to keep up with one person, let alone keeping up with six, seven relationships? Ain't no way. There's no way you're getting money doing all that. So, brothers, be the man that you need to be to get the woman that you need. Okay, you can't be broken trifling. You want a a grown ass, mature woman. It doesn't work like that. All right. So alignment, discernment, reciprocity, understand as a woman it and and too many times we penalize black women for wanting men that provide and no other race of women are penalized like that. You need to let her know I can help you. I can do something for you as opposed to you just because the woman has the healing energy. So as a man, I don't even think that some brothers understand why they may be attracted to certain women because you're damaged and she's a healer and you want to come to her to heal you. Always remember the woman being the healer, the woman being the bringing forth of life. She wins automatically. Vagina wins automatically. So therefore, there is nothing you can ever do that will ever compare To her birthing your children. Okay, so you as a man need to be doing whatever you can do to try to keep up with the gifts that she can give. Because now you're a woman and you got these niggas trying to come at you to heal them. And they don't even realize why they want to be in your presence. And they're not giving anything back. All right. So that's not the way it works. A woman that's going to heal you, a woman that is worth anything. You need to pour back into her. The best thing you can take away from this is women can get any man they want sexually for the most part. So you trying to sleep with her, you trying to get her in bed is not going to impress a real woman. What makes you a provider? What makes you worthy as a husband and worthy as a mate? All right. So, those are the disclaimers, okay? We are talking about what happens when you approach a mature woman, a healthy woman. We are not talking about rats or the immature or anything like that, all right? So, let me just put a disclaimer out because that is important because the list I'm about to discuss with you is not going to mean anything if you are doing all this for a rat. It's just not, she's not going to care about any of this stuff I'm about to talk about. So, now... You see the woman. Now you you say, okay, I gotta have her. All right, I, I, you're a man who is. And 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 this is the thing. Some some brothers, if if they're okay, brothers that are ready for a wife are going to get one. Period. A man that is truly ready for a wife is going to do whatever he has to do to get her. Okay, he he's not looking to play around. So you gotta look at this woman and say. Does she look like she's with the games or not? Because if you are not prepared or if you're just looking for something casual, because unfortunately, that's the way it can be too many times is brothers ain't really looking for no wife. They just see the pretty flower and they just want someone they can maybe have sex with here and there or or go to dinner here and there. And that's pretty much it. Um, Now, brothers like that, I don't know what to tell you. I guess your best bet is to, yeah, go ahead and approach the gold diggers, approach the hoes, because they're going to be the only women that are with you wasting your time like that. Okay? So this conversation is for brothers that are actively seeking relationships. Wives. Not y'all brothers looking for text buddies or someone to have casual sex or someone to go out when you're bored and have nothing else to do. Now, I think that I have said all disclaimers before I go into this list. (laughs) Now, the list is as follows. The number one thing is make it about her. Make it about her. Do not approach a woman and talk about yourself the whole time. Okay, A woman knows that a man that is looking to build a relationship, a man that is looking for a wife, he is supposed to be extremely interested in getting to know you as a woman. He wants to figure out where your head is at, where you are mentally, where you are in life. So, if ladies, if he get in your face and all he's doing is selling himself and talking about himself... Then nine times out of 10, you can know he probably just trying to convince you that he is the man of your dreams to sleep with you. Because a man that is really about his business is not going to have to tell you, oh, I'm the kind of guy that does this or I'm the kind of guy that does that. He is a man and you will see that. He will not have to sell himself. Real men, their manhood, their masculinity is it sells it's self. He is not going to need to convince you that he is so great. Ladies, run as fast as you can from men that immediately are telling you what kind of guy they are. Run as fast as you can. It's game. He's trying to let your guard down. He's trying to tell you what you want to hear. Don't do it. Men that are seriously about that, they will simply be the man they need to be. They will not require convincing to you. So make it about her. All right. So you, you know, you got the number. You, 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 you text her a day or two later and you said, hey, it was really nice meeting you. I really want to talk. I really want to get to know you. When are you available for dinner this week? Simple. Simple. Do not text her questions like, what's your favorite color? So what do you like to do? Nah, we ain't doing that over text messages. I'm sick of this text message, social media players. I'm tired of it. Let's get into the art of real courting, real human conversation. You wanna ask her where she's from. You wanna ask her about her family. It's very important to ask her about her father. Is he involved? Was he not involved? What is her relationship with him? Okay, and I'm not saying that women that do not have a father do not make good wives. However, she needs to be healed from whatever trauma she may have experienced if she was abandoned by her father. And you need to make sure that she does not have a subconscious hatred for men because if she does, You probably won't get far. She'll have issues that you probably won't be able to fix. These are things as women that we have to fix ourselves. Don't just get, I I believe in getting straight to the nitty gritty on the first date because you as a man do not want to waste your time either or waste your money either on a woman who is not going to be a proper wife. So yeah, on that first date, you're spending your money. You are the one looking for a wife. You need to be asking her questions. Let your manhood speak for itself. You need to be seeing what's up with her. Those are important questions to ask. So like I said, if you want to write this down, ask her about her family, ask her about her father, ask her about her mother, ask her about her children. If she does have children, it's very important to know what is your relationship with their father. Do you have a relationship with their father? A lot of men, a lot of women still sleep with the father of their children. If she is still sleeping with her baby daddy, you need to run as fast as you possibly can because you will be competing with him throughout your whole relationship and she will probably be sleeping with you both the whole time and she has not disconnected herself from him in order to connect with you as a man. You will never as a man be able to connect and, and connect in love with a woman Who is connected to another man in any way, shape, or form. You need to know. Are you seeing anyone else? Are you sleeping with anyone else? Okay, these are important things you need to know. If she is stuck on her baby daddy or stuck on an ex, you may want to exit stage left. Because like I said, you know, you can smell that other man on a woman. Do not, now there's a difference because because in the beginning stages when you're only simply just dating and getting to know each other, should you both cut everyone off the first date? No. (laughs) But you do need to know, you know, are you seriously pursuing someone else? It may seem like a, a basic question, but you'll be surprised. A lot of men don't ask that. And the whole time now you're courting a woman who is still in love with, And letting her baby daddy have sex with her. Or she still has an ex-boyfriend that she's hoping one day acts right. Now you're putting in this work and her heart is still elsewhere. Make sure her heart is open to love. Make sure she is open to a relationship. Make sure she has cut off sexual ties with other men. Okay, men need to value your lives, value your time as well. Ask questions. You have the right to ask. Okay. All right. So number one, make it about her. Ask important questions. I think it's important for men to ask, um, you know, do you want children or do you want more children? Do you believe in breastfeeding? I, I touched on this, you know, last week, I believe or the week before about men needing to have standards for the women that they date and how women hate that because it requires us to step our game up and be real women. OK, so a, a women want to say, well, we ain't got to do this and we ain't got to do that. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. So you need to make sure that she understands. Ask her, what do you think is your role as a mother? What do you think your role is as a wife? Are you in touch with your femininity? You know, these are things you need to know. And and you don't want to ask it in an interrogating manner like, like, bitch, tell me about this, tell me about that. You know, you don't want to do that. But you want to just, with some cooth, with respect and with love, find the answers to these questions so that you're not wasting your time, brothers. Because so many of y'all are so bitter and so tired to where from dealing with the wrong women to where when you come across a good woman... You're just exhausted and you don't have it in you to be what she needs you to be. So you end up messing it up. And that's how a lot of men end up single for a long time. They waste their energy on the wrong women. Okay. You pursuing a woman as a man takes a lot of energy, a lot of energy. So if you put that energy to undeserving or unappreciative women when that good woman come along you're too tired to even give her what she needs so it's very important not to get on that first date and be so busy trying to see when you can sleep with this woman that you are not asking the right questions because we don't get to use people without it coming back on us in some way if you are just trying to get your next night out or get your next nut It is going to affect you. You are exhausting yourself as a man every single time. You are making yourself less likely to be fulfilled by one woman the more women's negative energy that you suck in. Every woman that you sleep with, Every daddy issue, every piece of pain, betrayal, hurt, abandonment, distrust that that woman may feel. You suck it in through your penis. Let that sink in. You suck it in through your penis. Sleeping with all these women, it affects you too. When I see a brother that's been single for a long time and according to him, it's the women. It's not him. Now, there, there are seven women every one of you, but it's not me, it's them. I'm like, you probably a hoe. You probably don't slept with so many women to where all their trust issues and all their baggage and damage transferred to you. So now you can't even be a good man to a woman because you got to detox all that energy from all these bodies you got. All right, so men, stop sleeping around, stop wasting your time. Ask the questions you need to ask so that you two can really focus on getting to know each other and building a family, building a legacy, nation building. This is what saves us as African people, black families, black love, black relationships. Okay. Um, The next thing is take control take the lead, take control. Now I'm gonna give you some examples of this. Um, oh, you know what? I I used to date this man that I, I was crazy about him, but he, uh, it, it just turned out that he just mentally was not, not even mentally. He had, um people that he associated with that were extremely unhealthy for someone looking to build a relationship with, and unfortunately, the company that he kept kind of broke us apart when we were dating. But when me and him first met, um the way that he got my number, the way that he introduced himself to me, he did it all the right way so i 'm going to give you an example of what I mean by take control so um so when we met. Uh, I was out with one of my girlfriends and he saw me and he, uh, he kind of motioned to me like, you know, like, hey, how you doing? And he, his energy was pleasant. You know, he smiled. He made me feel comfortable. And so I, you know, I waved back. Hey, how you doing? And uh, we ended up talking. And the first thing he did was, can I get you something to drink? No, no, I'm sorry. He didn't even say, can I get you a drink? He said, what would you like to drink? So I'm like, oh, excuse me, you know, he not even ask you like, do you want a drink? Hell yeah, you want a damn drink. He's saying, what do you want? Okay, <laughs> and then so we, he and he had a section in the club, right? So. Uh, he invited me to come sit down, you know clear the space for me to sit for me to have a seat. I like that okay, you're making sure I'm comfortable. me as a healthy minded woman, I'm taking no okay, I see him taking charge I see and these are little things, little things that make such a big difference to women who appreciate it. So he made sure I had somewhere to sit and be comfortable. And uh, said, what do I want to drink? Got me to drink. Handed it to me. Got me a straw. Put the straw. Then there was this drunk guy (laughs) standing behind us that was like ashing his cigarette. I had my hair in a puff, like a big old puff on top of my head. So there's this guy standing behind me and he is ashing his cigarette in my puff. Now, I think that he was just super drunk, and he was just not even coherent. So, like, he's ashing a cigarette in in my puff, and the guy that, you know, was interested in me was like, man, what the hell, bro? What you doing? Like, it's a lady. You over here putting your ashes in her hair. Like, he totally stood up for me. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have to say anything. And then, once again, this may seem stupid to some people, but... He then proceeded to get the ashes out of my puff. And then he fixed the puff for me. And I was just like, bruh, you just defended my puff. You're the one, clearly. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So then he wasn't all in my face. He wasn't jumping down my throat. He just simply let me have a good time. And he had a good time. And before I knew it, we were having a great time together. Now, the end of the night comes. He's not like, give me your number, bitch. You know, I mean? or he he didn't feel as though I was obligated to give him my number because he had got me a few drinks. He's sincerely, because again, real women with sense can see past the BS. If you are not sincere, if you are not for real, a real woman going to see through that. So make sure you're genuine. So he sincerely came to me at the end of the night and was like, I don't want to be that guy that, like, asked for a woman's number in the club. He was like, but I really don't want this to be the last time I see you. I think you're the most beautiful woman in the world. I would love to take you out sometime. Is it okay if I get your number? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You can get a number. 407 407- 590 590- I gave him that number so damn fast, you sure can. And, again, it may seem so simple, but these are the things that women that know what they want in a healthy mate are looking for. Now, I'm sad that things didn't work out because he was such a good man. But, you know, life happens. But I am just saying that to you all to give the example. So, now, he didn't hit me up the same night like, hey, what you doing, bitch? No, he um, gave it a few days, had me anxious. Okay. Had me waiting. Like, well, when is he going to hit me up? Okay. Had me like, damn, where is he? So like two, three days later, he texts me and he was like, you know, how you doing? I hope your day is well. This is so-and-so from so-and-so I want to take you to dinner. You know, what day is fine. And I was just like, okay. So he took me out um, when we went out, it was cold that night and he offered me his jacket, just little things like that. We went to dinner. He asked me questions. He talked to me we, he engaged me, he paid for the meal. These are good signs. Okay. These are good signs as a woman. These, because he took complete control, <coughs> excuse me, excuse me. All I had to do was exist. All I had to do was be feminine, be positive, be pleasant, and be myself. And he did the rest. So I was able to respect him as a man, respect him as a leader. Too many times, you know, y'all ask one for her number and then you're like, oh my God, another thing. Do not ask, can you come over? And and I'm saying this and I want to give the reasons behind things I'm saying. Like I said, brothers, single women... Okay, if you know how hard it is for you as a man to provide to survive, can you imagine how it is for women when we are here having to pay rent, car notes, lights, daycare, all of that? We need to know that you as a man are not just going to be another task on our to do list. We need to know you can hold your own. We need to know that if I got you, you got us. And the only way to do that is to take control. Let your masculinity do the talking. Do not leave it up to her. Because a healthy feminine woman is not going to lead you nowhere. A healthy feminine woman is not chasing you. Women that chase men have extremely low self-esteem. Women that take control with a man... Do not know how to be feminine. And men that let women take control are probably not masculine men. All right. So if you want this woman to take you seriously as a potential mate, as a potential husband, make sure that you are taking that control. You want to make sure that you are talking to her like a human being. All right. Now, if you just do these things, I can guarantee you that when you go after that good woman, I mean, that good woman that's going to take care of you, that good woman that's going to take care of y'all children, that good woman that's going to make sure y'all are all right, these are the things she will appreciate. Women that don't appreciate things like this, they just haven't grown up yet. And I used to be one of them. I, I saw this post and it was like, um... I saw this post and it was like, uh, do women ever admit that they've done something wrong? I've never heard a woman say, like, damn, I messed up. (laughs) And I'm like, well, um, that's not really true because there are definitely women who feel that way because I know I feel that way. I know before I before I because, okay, let me just say this first. Too many times we see for women in relationships that. Men will say, oh, I need you to ride for me, you know what I'm saying, oh, I need you to ride for me until, um, you know, until I can get my stuff together, or I need you to ride for me until this or that, and it's like, okay, we as women... We as women may need the same thing. We may have times where we need to grow, where we need time to adjust, where we need time to make those changes. And it's okay for you as a man to either decide to want to grow with her or for you to say, "Mm, you know, I'm not really in the mood to hope that. This woman gets past that point. So it does happen. There are women who mess up those situations. And it's your job as a man to have that discernment on the women who are or are not worthy or are or are not ready. So, um, again, I just want to have this conversation because I I, And like I said, the the night out with my girlfriend last week is what made me realize, okay, these are things that the brothers just don't know. And so I said, you know what? We're going to just go ahead and do an episode on this. So, brothers, I hope that this information helps you, (laughs) okay, because this is something that has just become an epidemic. And y'all remember who said it first, who coined the term first of social media players, social media pimps, okay? Got all the game online, but none in real life. So brothers, uh, if you can, go ahead and call in. If you have any experiences that you want to share, if you have anything that you want to add on, please go ahead and do a call-in through my app on Anchor. I would love to hear what you gotta say, and I will be sharing some of those stories and experiences Next week.
1: Greetings and warm welcome. I am Queen of Four. And I have been working as a holistic health practitioner for over four decades. And in those decades, I've written six books on holistic health. It was 1969 when I started on my journey. And I was 16 years of age. I was a dancer. I was a singer. My life was to be an artist, yeah. but I was also sick. I had chronic asthma, eczema, hay fever, arthritis, headaches, monthly PMS. I didn't know where or how I was going to get better. My medication was increasing. My injections for my asthma was weekly, and I was getting progressively worse. And I was invited to go on a healing retreat. It changed my entire life. I went on this retreat without my medication, which I don't recommend to anybody else, but that's what I did, I followed my spirit. And when I got off that bus, the grass, the trees, met me, and all of a sudden I was scratching like a junkie. I was wheezing, my eyes were turning, the whites were turning bloodshot red, and I was scared for my life because my breath was getting shorter and I didn't have my medication. But at that very moment, I heard it in a voice for the first time, told me my first formula to take lemons, oranges, and grapefruits, and I drink water throughout the day. I went right to the kitchen, which became later on my lab, healing laboratory. And that whole day I was drinking and blushing with that. And that night I sat up on a fireplace, and this heat was coming to my lungs. I didn't know that was part of my healing, but it was. Just like I didn't know those juices were part of my healing. That was my fasting, and I was healing and fasting. And the very next day I woke up, And mucus started to come out of my nose, my mouth, my eyes. I was detoxing. I didn't even know I was detoxing. But about an hour later after all that detoxing, all of a sudden, the itching stopped. The white of my eyes became white as opposed to red. My mind became very still and clear. I wasn't fearful. And I knew I walked into another life. While there, that same day, I picked up a book. And the book was "Did Gregory, Cooking with Mother Nature. And throughout the weekend, I heard people talk about everything that I'm doing right now and everything I've been teaching. Natural living, fasting, food is medicine, herbology, juice therapy, yoga practice, meditation, affirmations. All of that is my lifestyle, and that is what I teach. So I left that retreat really changing my everything. I got off the All-American Fast food junk and diet. I started to really cleanse myself. It took me two 21-day cycles to detox myself out of all the diseases. And then it was like a revelation. I woke up and I said, I don't have to be sick anymore. I became like an evangelist of wellness. I started to tell everybody, do you know that you don't have to be sick? And then I started helping those who was around me, those who would listen to me. Because once you get free from a disease or illness, you want to help someone else.
0: That brings us to our King or Queen of the Week segment. This week, we have a literal queen as our Queen of the Week. That was Queen Afua that you all just heard of. If you all listen to the show, then you all will know I am obsessed with her. And I'm going to meet her at Return of the Gods in San Diego next week. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to just bow at her feet because I'm not worthy. Anyway, I'm obsessed with her. However... I, I, I don't even want to just say ladies. I want to say for ladies and fellas, um, she is someone that you need to know. Uh, now, she has six books that she has written. Uh, one is called Circle of Wellness. One is called Man Heal Thyself. The other one is called Overcoming an Angry Vagina. One is called The City of Wellness. There is the Sacred Woman book and the Heal Thyself book. Now, if you as a woman... Need to pick one of these books to get first. I recommend picking up the Sacred Woman book from Queen of Fua if you get no other book. the The Sacred Woman book is a journey. It is a journey of, I believe, I think it's like eleven gateways. Each gateway signifies something different in your healing as a woman. The I I recommend. Taking the journey through this book with other women who also are looking to heal and detox their womb. The journey can be a little difficult doing it by yourself. So what me and my sisters did is we have a sacred woman's circle where we all go through the gateways of the book together. Uh, I'm going to give you an example of one of them is womb healing, womb detox, and she literally walks you through why your womb needs detoxing, what it needs to be detoxed from, conversations, she has poetry, songs, everything in there that you need to connect to reconnect I should say with your womb because so many of us have abused their womb have abused our wombs when we have children with a man that's not our husband that is abusive to your womb when you are promiscuous that is abusive to your womb when you have an abortion that is abusive to your womb and many women have experienced at least one of the three things I just named so pretty much every single last one of us needs to do a healing and detox for our womb you have to understand that unlike men as women, our eggs, we are born with them straight out of the womb. You are born with all the eggs that you will possess as a woman your entire life. It is not like male sperm where they produce millions of sperm that dies and recreates itself daily. No, the eggs that you are born with as a woman are the only ones you will have your entire life. Let that sink in, ladies. This goes back to earlier conversations we had about promiscuity between men and women and why it is different for both of us. So if you are going to have these same eggs for your whole life, if you do go through go through things like abortions or promiscuity, you are going to need to detox yourself, especially if you are looking to have more children in the future. Pick up the Sacred Woman's book. Go through the journey. Go through the gateways. She also has a book for men, which I just found out. I didn't know that, which is The Man Heal Thyself. Um, book as well. Um, once again, if you are attending Return of the God, she will be there. She has workshops that she is doing that Sunday. If we are able to have the honor to have Queen of Fua herself be in our presence to give us workshops and give us information, I hope that we all are taking advantage of it. A lot of our legends, a lot of our greats, they are getting up in age. We really do not have any new people in our generation doing work like this we just don't because we are a generation of zero substance and we care about absolutely nothing so we need to go ahead and take advantage of these legends while we still have them physically here on earth do not wait until they become ancestors to gather information to go to their classes lectures workshops Take advantage of the information while we have it now, ladies. Like I said, this is for men and women, however, ladies, I strongly suggest this for you. It's something that we all need as women, especially as black women. Now, today's lesson unfortunately took up our whole episode. I was hoping to discuss other things this week, but yeah, it's not going to happen. However, I am happy with the conversation that we had because enough is enough and we needed to have the talk. Um, other than that, I hope everybody, if you have not logged on to my website at 6thegoddess.com, com, is S-I-X-T-H-E-G-O-D-D-I-S, not E-S. And I spelled it like that for a reason. If you have not logged on to six please do so. Ladies, I have all natural vegan products for your hair. I have products for the fellas as well. I have jewelry on there. I have makeup, I have head wraps. I have several other things that are launching actually next week including my body care kit where I do have a healing body scrub. It is a coconut milk sugar body scrub and I have a moisturizing cream. It's a two-step kit. And it's going to be called the Skin Glow Moisturizing Kit. That will be available starting next week. So if you do not follow me on Instagram, please do so at goddess6footer. That is G-O-D-D-I-S underscore S-I-X-F-O-O-T-A-H. You can get updates there on new products, sales, as well as any events that I will be hosting, as well as updates about the show, African and American. I want to thank you all for listening and tuning in this week. And as always, peace, love and black power.